Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. All right, welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Check out the BetQL app, especially with Major League Baseball season opening day right here. They will have some five-star plays, player props, all that fun stuff. So we already hit on the AL, which teams we think are pretty, which teams we think are ugly, which teams maybe we take a flyer on, which teams we're staying away from. Uh, In the AL, I'm going under on the Rays. 90 wins, and I really, really like the Blue Jays this season. Uh, Let's hit on the NL now. Let's start off with the team that I'm picking to win the World Series, the Milwaukee Brewers. Plus 550 to win the NL. I knew it. I knew it. All right, you lead off that and tell me why. You tell me why I'm crazy on the Brewers. Actually, no, 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 no. Let me start off and yeah, make please. my case for the Brewers. Make your case. See if you can convince right. me otherwise. Because right now, I think right. I need a, I need to lock you up in a sanitarium. Avi Garcia losing him sucks. People yes. don't realize that. Led the team in homers last year. Was great. They're going to need a bounce back season from Christian Yelich. I said that last year. They're going to need a bounce back three seasons from Christian Yelich at this point. Lorenzo Cain is approaching 65 years old. He's 100 years old. (laughs) But he is going to be running into walls. Yeah, you're not going to expect much from Lorenzo Cain. But what wins in the postseason, damn it? It's pitching. And they have legitimately three guys. They could win the NL Cy Young. Corbin Burns, who did it last year, that was my pick. Nobody believed in Corbin Burns. He was awesome. Corbin Burns, he struck out like 58 batters before he registered his first walk last season. He's a monster. He was ridiculous, man. He's a monster. Um, Brandon Woodruff, I think he could be the Cy Young. Could have won it last year. And then Freddie Peralta, who's not a household name, but was awesome last year. I do worry about a little bit maybe regression because with Freddie Peralta, it's either like 12 strikeouts and then, like, two starts later, he, like, walks the bases loaded, gives up a grand slam, and doesn't make it through the fourth inning. Um, but pitching wins, man. Josh Hader, now I want to see this actually take place in the postseason, but in the regular season, one of the best closers in the game. I know that yes. as a Cubs fan. He just he's, he's, he throws two pitches. Um, I'm all in on the Brewers. They're going to need Christian Yelich to be half the player that he was during the MVP campaign. But the pitching, and even, like, if you're not high on the bullpen – Craig Council, that's what he does. Manages the bullpen better than I think any manager in the National League, maybe in all of baseball. I think Craig Council is very underrated still. I'm all in on the Brewers, man. Pitching wins. Um, they strike out a bunch. Again, Avi Garcia, I wish they still had him. But uh, I think Gellich will be fine this season. So I'm all in on the Brewers. Your thoughts? Milwaukee Brewers, the ugliest team in the National League. And I will tell you why. It's not because they're bad, because they're not bad. They're actually quite good for all the reasons you just said. The pitching, phenomenal. Three-headed monster, as good as anyone in Major League Baseball. Offensively, they are ancient and they are not what they once were. Uh, Quite frankly, here's why I think they're ugly. They are going to be a victim of their own dominance. Period. They're going to win this division by a ton. The NL Central is anemic. And when I say anemic, I mean there is no one in it. No one except for the Brewers. Right now, you got a good offense in St. Louis, but you don't know what they have on the mound at all. And they're already losing out on Jack Flaherty to start the year. And I'm inclined to believe you're probably going to lose out on Jack Flaherty more going forward. Why am I basing that on? Am I basing that on a current injury? No, I'm basing this off the past of what we've been dealing with for the last two years with Jack Flaherty. Now, on top of that, you look over at the 
Brewers, who else they have to face in that division? The Pirates are barely a baseball team at this point. The Reds are barely a baseball team at this point. The Dude. Cubs, listen, I, I love the Cubs, but if they finish above 500, what a phenomenal season in Wrigleyville. And that's all you got. They have no one. It's a sub-500 division. Of course the Brewers are going to run away with this and win 104 games. And then they're going to run into a buzzsaw named the Los Angeles Dodgers and lose by 30 in round one. I'm sorry, it sucks, but it's what's going to happen. Whether you like it or not, they are ugly, 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 ugly. They are ugly, ugly. They're going down. You wasted your money, baby. They are the other team where I went with like chalk with the White Sox. You know, usually I'm looking for plus money if I'm playing anybody to win the division, right? Like I played the Angels and then I played the Phillies because they're four to one. And I like that price, and I love the lineup. Rotation scares me. We'll talk I just, about that. I just want to point out, I want you guys to clip everything I just said so when the Brewers win the World Series, you could use this against me forever. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that is my concern, though. Look, and look what they brought in, man. I mean, you said the uh, the lineup's ancient, and, like, all due respect to Andrew McCutcheon, he's very, very old. Um, yes. Hunter Renfro is going to be 31 years old. Like, these are the guys that they're replacing, Avi Garcia, who led the team in batting average, homers, and RBIs, and now he's – for some reason in Miami. All right, let's move on to the Atlanta Braves. They are 5-1 to one to win the National League, which is a really nice price since they are the defending World Series champs, but they lost a lot. They brought in some, but like Freddie Freeman, man, you just win a World Series. He was the MVP in 2020. I do like Matt Olson. Hell, I might play Matt Olson to lead the league in homers. I mm. like Eddie Rosario, but I'm not sold on this rotation. Max Free, Charlie Morton, like, Freedom Morton are both rehabbing from very serious injuries, and you don't really replace them. I, I'm, I'm out on the Braves. Your thoughts? I'm actually the exact opposite of you. I okay. think this team is better now than they were last year. And that's with losing Freddie Freeman. I, I'm actually a big believer in this starting stack. Max Freed, by the way, especially that second half of the season, was arguably the best pitcher in the National League. He was throwing complete game 85 pitch shutouts like there were nothing. A left-handed left -handed Greg Maddox all of a sudden. And now he's being named the opening day starter. He is currently my futures pick for the National League Cy Young Award. That's right. Two Harvard Westlake kids went to high school together in my Cy Young picks. I love it. Him and Lucas Giolito. I think this team is really good. You lose a Freddie Freeman, you bring in a Matt Olson who is even younger and very comparable as the same player. I, I, I love this team right now. The additions they have made, uh, not to mention Austin Riley coming back. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Ro uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. missed the entire year last year. Yeah. And we're going to get a Ronald Acuna Jr. back in that lineup. Dude, I, 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 I ALE, NL East, I'm sorry. I know everybody wants the Mets to do well. Even I want the Mets to do well. This division is loaded. Philly ain't no joke. Uh, Atlanta, clearly no joke defending champions. And by the way, the Marlins aren't a joke either. I might watch out for Miami. Now, they're not a playoff team, but they're going to swipe some wins from some teams. Well, really quick, since you gave your Cy Young pick, I want to give mine really quick because he comes from the Marlins. Yep. The Marlins have three guys that I really like, man. Like, I love Alcantara. Um, I love Pablo Lopez. He's 50 to one to win NL uh, Cy Young, but I'm going Trevor Rogers, two, six, four ERA. I believe last year, 157 strikeouts. Roto has him projected for 172 this season. And I just like the price 30 to one. Um, now there could be some regression. He's young, but I, you know, kind of like I went with Corbin Burns last year. I'm always hey, looking for good value. You're talking about futures when it comes to Cy Young and I'm going to stick with that team. You, you mentioned Alcantara. That might be a pretty one to put a little flyer on. He had a monster year last year. If he could build on that, it is not out of the realm of possibility he's going to be in the top three this year. 
I know the uh, price off the top of my head. Plus fifteen hundred, fifteen to one. Fifteen to one. Oh, I would love that to be closer to twenty to one. Same here. That's why I went yeah. Rogers thirty to one. You know, if I was getting even a comparable price, I'd probably go the opposite way because he's probably going to have the. I mean, he's going to have the better season. All right, let's move on. You already brought him up. The Mets are eight to one, plus eight hundred to win the National League. Already injuries. Degrom. See, here's the crazy thing. Like That's usually, man, like I wouldn't overreact to the Jake Degrom injury. Because he's the starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. You only see him once every five days. But we did this last year, and it was like, that team completely falls apart when he yeah. goes away. Because in my opinion, I love Greg Maddox. I think just when Jake DeGrom's right, I mean, short sample size, because I haven't seen him for 10, 11 years. But I think he's the best pitcher I've ever seen in my life. I really I really, I really do. He's, he's Corbin Burns is ridiculous. Like, I love Pitch Ninja. Like, it's just, these guys get better every single year, man. Like, from when we were growing up, I imagine trying to hit against any of these dudes. But um, I have. You're, you're, you're yeah, I know you have. But yeah. I, I just like Jake Degrom though. Have you ever, have you ever I, won against Degrom? Have you ever yeah, faced I have. Degrom? I have faced Jacob Degrom, uh, and I will tell you this: I faced a Jacob Degrom that was so good. And keep in mind, this was like six years ago, Jacob Degrom. When he, was so he wasn't even like a pitcher yet; he was a shortstop. No, he was still he was a pitcher, but he was only he right. was only sitting ninety five plus. That was all he was doing. He was sitting ninety five plus with crazy spin rate, great slider, obviously a star. That Jacob Degrom doesn't exist anymore. You just mentioned the best you've ever seen. Yeah, Jacob Degrom last year for two months is the single greatest pitcher I have ever seen in my life, and I'm not kidding ever in my life. He was so good for those first two months last year that when it came to September, a guy who had been on the the IL for two months at this point was still in the top four of MVP in the National League. That's yeah. how good he was at the first half of that season. We're being robbed of possibly the greatest pitcher of all time right now. It's killing me personally because I want to see it. Um, and it, it hurts me a little bit as a guy who played for the Mets organization. I only played for him for one year, but I loved playing for the Mets organization. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're a great group of people. I want them to win. I want their fans to finally get something. The excitement of this offseason of, you know, knowing you had DeGrom and then picking up Scherzer, not to mention the other pickups that they made along the way, which were all very, very good pickups. This team can win without Jacob DeGrom, but like you said, that team collapsed last year without him. I want them to win, but look at that division. I still think the Phillies are really good. I have questions about their arms, but I, I don't think they can get past the Braves right now, not without everybody healthy. And if there's one thing we all know about the what takes place in Queens, death, taxes, and the Mets collapse in August. Right, exactly. And I played them the last couple of years. Uh, this year, I'm not going to, though. I mean, you know, you look at the lineup, man. Marte, McNeil, obviously Lindor. You have uh, Pete Alonso. It's monstrous. Pete Alonso's going to hit 50 bombs if he stays healthy. I, I honestly think the the real person to watch in that lineup this year, provided they don't trade him, I cannot wait to see what Dom Smith does this season. Uh Dom, Dom I, now keep in mind, this is a whole team of guys I played with for that, that year I was with the Mets. I played a full season with Dom Smith. I believe in this kid like you wouldn't believe. I'm getting confused why the Mets don't. I, I think the Mets should be playing his ass every single day. He's going to put up numbers. And by the way, have you seen what kind of shape Dom's in right now? Dom is currently right in between fat and skinny Dom. Skinny Dom, we've already learned, is useless. Fat Dom rakes. Absolutely rakes. We have in between Dom. I can't wait to see what in between Dom does. 
And right now they have him projected to hit seventh in this lineup. I just think, man, I think he's going to have a ridiculous season. And it's funny because my aunt is the uh, personal chef of Marcus Stroman, as we talked about on the podcast. Now he's with the Cubs this year, but he was in New York and him and Don were really close and uh, he would go by the place. My aunt is like in love with him. I think he's going to have a monster year. I'm glad Uh, you went there. You know, I live right by him. You could have told me that I could go get a uh, meal from your aunt sometime. That would have been really nice. I should have. Chef on the Bay. I did not realize that. What's wrong with you, man? I did not realize this. I'm raised in LA. I'm here right now. He was up in Malibu all season, all off season long. I could have gone up there and gotten a meal. Thanks. Did you make some fried chicken even for the cheat days? Yeah, 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 I screwed up there. I can see the Mets though winning 100 games. I can see the Mets winning the World Series. I could also see the Mets finishing third or fourth. I know it's the worst. Isn't that it's, weird? It's such a swing. It's such a thing. Like this team could go undefeated or finish last. Exactly. And uh, it's the just Dodgers, the truth. Not going to finish last. They're no. plus 230 though to win the NL. Um, pretty much the same dudes, man. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner. I don't know that we have to spend a whole lot of time here, but they're the best team in baseball. No question. The end they just are, uh, it's a matter of whether or not they're going to survive October with their arms. That's it. It, it. It's not whether or not the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. We know they are. They are. They just are on paper, on the field, everything. And that's with a Cody Bellinger who clearly hasn't looks like he hasn't swung a bat in three years. I mean, we don't know what we're going to get out of him. I do think the fact that Bellinger has been struggling so much, and if he doesn't figure it out, I do think you're going to feel the A.J. Pollock trade a little. But quite frankly, the Dodgers needed Craig Kimbrell at the back end of that bullpen more than they needed A.J. Pollock on the bench. That's for sure. So I'm really kind of excited to see what the L.A. Dodgers do. But keep in mind, they're also in a pretty damn good division as well. We haven't even – no one's talking about what the Giants are going to do, but also I don't think they're going to be the same team because they are losing out on Posey. They did lose Gossman. I think they needed to make a couple of more pitching pickups and maybe one more bat. They also lost Evan Longoria at the beginning of the season, and we can't pretend that team isn't getting a little bit older. I love Brandon Crawford more than I love most deceased family members. I can't stress that enough, but Brandon is getting up there in age. I'm expecting another good season for him, him, but I'm not expecting him to carry this team. Same with Brandon Belt, also kind of getting up there in age. They got some young guys, but the Dodgers just, they're, they're a factory. They're, they're the Rays model, only they have a $250 million payroll. I mean, it's just, they are unbelievable. And I do hate the fact that people say, oh, the Dodgers buying their teams. No, they didn't. Most of those guys are homegrown talent. And quite frankly, yeah. some of their best players are discarded talent from other organizations. Max, Money was a, Max Muncy was a discarded talent. Justin Turner, discarded talent. Cody Bellinger, homegrown. The only one you could really make an argument that they went and, quote, bought was Mookie Betts, who they traded for and then extended. So it's not like they didn't give up homegrown capital for that player. Listen, the Dodgers are real. They're never going to not be real. It's just a matter of will they survive October and win a full season World Series? Dave Roberts, their manager, has already gone on record to saying yes, and I am not one to disagree with Dave Roberts. This lineup is just disgusting, man. Like, it's filthy. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Max Muncy, Justin Turner, Will Smith, Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger, they have projected to hit eighth this year, man. He's the MVP (laughs) two years ago. And then, like, Gavin Lux Lux could be ridiculous. The rotation, like you said, you know, they have to stay healthy. I love Mm -hmm. Walker Buehler. Clayton Kershaw is not getting any younger. Um, Jimmy Nelson, they have projected as a starter this year. He's going to be on the IL for another 60 days. But the only thing with the Dodgers, like you said, with the homegrown talent, you know what's so depressing 
is 2016 was obviously the best year of my life. So I go back and I watch that like World Series DVD and I watch that Dodgers series a lot. And the Dodgers pretty much have like the same exact roster. And the Cubs obviously do not. Chris mm-hmm. Bryant, Javi Baez, all those guys are gone. The only thing, I would go maybe under on the win total for the Dodgers. And I am going to take a stab with the Padres just because they were the hottest team in the league. Everybody loved mm-hmm. the Padres last year. And I think they'll be fine without Tatis, to be honest with you, man. And we're getting 3-1 to one with them. So I'm going to go Padres in that division. I think they're going to, I don't think they're going to sneak up on anybody, but I think plus 300 is too good to press. I don't think they're, I don't think they're a team that's going to win that division. I do think they're a playoff team though, even without Tatis Jr. to start the year. Um, I love the Luke Voigt pickup. I, I clearly, these guys are doing everything they can to unload Hosmer. They really do clearly not want to have Hosmer anymore, but they're stuck in a position. They're going to have to play him. And here's the thing. I know Hosmer gets a lot of crap and some of it's very deserved because he got paid a lot of money to be a superstar that he just simply isn't that player. He's not a power hitting guy. He's not going to hit you 25 plus. He's not ever going to hit you 40, but he does get singles. He does get on base. You have now have a power guy in a Luke Voigt, maybe batting behind him. If you can get something out of Will Meyer, uh, you can probably get something really good going this season. I would have liked them to have made another trade, maybe one more pickup. But this is a very good offensive team, even without Tatis Jr. Oh, by the way, Manny Machado is still over there at third base. He's pretty good at, at baseball, last I checked. Here's, exactly. why, here's why I'm excited about the Padres. Their pitching staff. And I know that's not a popular thing to say lately because a lot of them underperformed. And quite frankly, their whole pitching staff was hurt last year. But they still have a U Darvish. Blake yeah. Snell, at the end of last season, looked like Blake Snell again. Awesome. If Blake Snell can just be a semblance of that, they don't need him to be the Cy Young Award winner. They need him to go out there, eat innings, and you know, give up less than three runs and not walk as many guys. Joe Musgrove, I think, is the best pitcher on that staff. Guy completely flying under the radar. Pitched the first no-hitter in Padre history last season. This is a team, if someone in that division is going to make a run at the Dodgers, I do think it's going to be the San Diego Padres because it sure as hell ain't going to be the Diamondbacks. And I don't care what the Rockies spend money on. The stupidest money spent ever. I don't get it. You know what? Fold the Rockies. Sell them. Turn into a parking lot. I do not understand what the hell you're doing in Denver. Hey, clip this, though. A bet that I made yesterday. The win total... So disrespectful. They're not going to be good. 69 and a half wins. I went over on the Rockies, and you know damn well why. I love me some Chris Bryant. I know you do. I'm not a jersey guy. I ordered a Chris Bryant jersey for myself, my wife, and my eight-year-old. He's like, what, what is this, a Rockies jersey? Absolutely. Because why would you Chris- buy him a Rockies jersey of Chris Bryant? He's going to be wearing a different jersey by the All-Star break. I don't know, man. I think he, I think Chris Bryant might retire a Rocky. I, uh... 69. I, I honestly, I think they win at least 71 games. All right, let's move on. I think, to I think that's a good pick, by the way. I think they're going to win over 70 games as well. I mean, come on now. Um, all right, let's move on. I can be quick here because the Cardinals are plus 1,500, 15 to 1 to win the NL. Nolan Arenado's great, man. Paul Goldschmidt's still great. I like Dylan Carlson. I like Tyler O'Neill. But I do not trust anybody in this rotation with no. Jack Flaherty being an unknown this season. Adam Wainwright's great. He's 75 years old, man. And you know I can't stand the Cardinals. Albert Pujols is back to retire there in his final season. That's a great story. I hope they go under their win total. I hope they finish dead last right behind Pittsburgh in the basement of the NL Central. I am a hater. I am a hater. <laughs> They'll end up winning the division. No, they won't. I don't think they're going to end up yeah. winning the division. I think they're going to be better than we want them to be because that's what they always are. And it's going to drive us nuts. But yeah, this pitching staff is not, not very good. Jack Flaherty hurt. We miles. Michaelis has yet to be healthy since he's joined the team practically. So we don't know what we're getting out of that. 
Uh, you know, Steven Matz, good pitcher, but uh, is he going to be the difference maker? Come on. No, he's not. Um, I, I don't expect much out of St. Louis this year. I think we're just going to have a nice long retirement tour for two players who are both going to be first ballot Hall of Famers. And I'm excited for that. But I'm also excited for them to move on with their careers because I like the game getting younger. Um, it's not, nothing against either guy. Obviously, who doesn't love Albert Pujols? Who doesn't love Yachty? Yeah, but I'm ready for the next generation in St. Louis to begin because every time I look at these two guys, I just feel the old guard of St. Louis, the stuffy, not fun to watch organization that I hate seeing every October knocking out better and more deserving teams. Exactly. All right, we will uh, close it out in the NL with my team. I picked them to win the division. I'm not going to take them to win the National League, although I do kind of like the price. I'd want it at least 16 to 1. Right now it's plus 1,200. So I took them to win the division. I'm going with the Phillies. Um, the Phillies, man, you look what they did in the offseason. They replaced Andrew McCutcheon, who hit 222 when he's approaching 55 years old. And they bring in two of my favorite all-time players, two of my favorite all-time Cubs. Even though Castellanos only spent half of a season there, I absolutely love him. And then Kyle Schwarber, who I think might lead the league in homers. In fact, I'm going to bet that when we get off today. Uh, Kyle Schwarber to lead the league in home runs. I think he's going to hit 50 bombs if he stays healthy in Philadelphia. I like their win total over. Play them to win the division last year. Another disappointing year. 82 and 80 they finished. Uh, but you look at this roster, this lineup, man. Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper, you know, who could win another MVP. Castellanos, Gene Segura, they're, they're stacked. I do worry about the rotation because it's literally the same rotation that it was last year. They didn't and add anybody. The Max Max Wheeler, over Aaron Noah, Kyle Gibson. I love the Phillies, though. They're going to score a bunch of runs. Your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. They're going to score a bunch of runs. Yes, question mark on the pitching staff. But it looks like there's really question marks on every pitching staff in Major League Baseball right now. Uh, but I do like this team a lot offensively. And you mentioned the pickups that you just uh, mentioned, Cassianos and Schwarber. Those aren't yeah. the biggest pickups of the offseason. You know what the biggest pickup of the offseason for the Philadelphia Philly was? Hitting coach extraordinaire Kenny Long, baby. There's a reason Kyle Schwarber signed over there, and his name is Kenny Long. And that's the reason why this team is going to score an ungodly amount of runs. This is the reason why I currently think, you mentioned Bryce Harper about possibly winning another MVP. Yes, I think that's a possibility. However, I think there's a lot more magic to be sprinkled over on Nick Cassianos. Last I checked, 30 to 1. And I can't even find Kyle Schwarber on there right now because right now Kyle Schwarber is about to hit 50 home runs in that band box over in the city of brotherly love not to mention with Kenny Long these guys are gonna be monsters monsters right now my pick to win the uh, MVP is Nick Cassianos but if I might sprinkle a little bit of something over at Kyle Schwarber because if he stays healthy all year he might hit 60. Yeah, I'm going to make a little sprinkle on that, too. I was thinking that. All right, when we come back, we got the final segment of the show, opening day showdown for opening day. It's the BetMGM MLB, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. <laughs> 